The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. And today we're spotlighting and highlighting something that matters to every single community. Know it or not, addiction is running rampant in our country especially. And our guest today, Ron Smedley from Mission Recovery, is going to really highlight Recovery Sunday coming up on September 27th and how we can help others that we know overcome addiction in all forms. You can also find them, by the way, at recoverysunday.com. Pastor Ron, thanks for joining us. I appreciate you coming on the program. It is a difficult topic to discuss, but I'm curious, and if you would, give us an overview of addiction and some of the numbers that we're dealing with and seeing in our country. But also I want to know, how has addiction uh, been better or worse? How has it been affected with COVID and the pandemic going on in our country? In my opinion, it's one of the most relevant, if not the most relevant, needed in our nation and it's of epic proportions but it's even greater now due to the pandemic and i'm passionate about this braxton because precious souls are dying every day and we're asking pastors and churches to help by participating in recovery sunday september the 27th just a day to set aside we hear your cry we want to pray for you and give you some hope and if i might i'd like to just share the the problem with your listeners of how pervasive this issue is. It kills thousands of Americans every year. Uh, When we're talking about addiction and recovery, we're talking about alcohol, drugs, and opioids. Families are being destroyed. Marriages are being destroyed. Careers are being destroyed. And ultimately, a person's health and well-being is being destroyed. And the pandemic has greatly increased the strain on people's emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual health due to the overwhelming stress and fear from the loss of jobs, the loss of freedom, and the fear of dying. As I said, it's the most relevant need. Let me tell you, drugfree.org found that 23 million people aged 12 or older have a substance abuse disorder in this country. On top of that, 11.5 million are addicted to opioids. And if people don't know what opioids are, it's been a pandemic over the last few years because doctors have prescribed 191 million opioid prescriptions. Excuse me, that was just in 2017 alone. And opioids are pain pills, which block pain, and they cause tremendous euphoria. So they're highly addictive, and they're the ingredient in most pain medications. Because of this, drug overdoses have uh, tripled since 1990. From 99 to 17, 700,000 Americans have died from overdosing on drugs. 400,000 of them just from uh, opioid overdoses. Listen to that, Braxton, 700,000. That's almost 120 souls dying every day. And then if you think about all the other type of addictions, 176 precious souls are dying from addiction. And another thing that people don't think about when it comes to recovery and addiction, Braxton, is that there is many times an associated mental health behind that. And that's why they want to use drugs to escape the pain that they're dealing with. And the pandemic of COVID-19 has increased all of this exponentially. The overdose detection mapping uh, program found that in March, when this started, uh, overdoses increased by 18%. But listen to this. In April, it was 29%. And in May, it was 42%. 
Another thing that people don't think about, Braxton, is the problem is, is great in and of itself, but the people that are affected negatively by it, their loved ones, their family who are watching uh, the life of their loved one be being destroyed, and they don't have a clue what to do. They don't know how to help. There's a lot of good rehabs, but there's not a lot out there for family members. And so people say that in America, one out of every three piece people know someone who's been addicted to opioids and they don't think about how it affects them and affects their lives too. So that's another way that churches can help because it reaches all these communities and all these demographics and it's no respecter of religion. Those uh, those numbers are staggering, Pastor Ron. And, and you, you talked about one in three people know someone who's dealing with these things. And and I'm, I'm curious, and I know people would love to know, if they know someone that is in the middle, they're caught in addiction, and what are, what are some things they can do to help this close friend or maybe a relative um, work through addiction? Well, first of all, let me just be frank with you. A person has to be willing to change. Uh, to be frank with you, a lot of times people want me to talk to their addictive loved one, and I'm willing to talk to anyone, but they've got to be willing to change. Like the prodigal son, they've got to come to the end of themselves. Uh, and then when they're ready to change, there's, there's exhaustive resources out there in the church and pastors themselves can give them the transforming power of Jesus Christ. Most addicts have deep-rooted shame, and most addicts are used to getting stigmas attached to them, so they don't many times feel comfortable. So opening your arms, opening your doors, reaching out, showing acceptance, because we have a saying that the opposite of addiction is connection. And so many times through their shame and their pain and their self-destructive behaviors, they want to isolate themselves and uh, isolation is not good so think about what the pandemic has yeah, done right it's forced isolation and that's never good so they need connection so again that's where christian friends can show loving support uh, I, I would advise never to shame an addict because they're already dealing with shame you want to try to do as jesus did you want to try to meet them uh, with the love of jesus because deep down that's what everyone is really looking for and addicts have such shame and guilt, a lot of times they can't receive love. So just having a relationship that provides support, that helps them renew their mind, that prays for them when they need it. And frankly, as you build a relationship, holding them accountable, uh, speaking the truth in love, so important. But again, community and connection, so important. Yeah. And, and you talked about there, Pastor Ron, about uh, just the guilt that addicts have with what they've done, where they are in their life. And I'm sure there's some shame and, and all of these emotions that come to mind. Um, but with your work with mission recovery and, and social work and even a pastor, um, with a addict that's overcome uh, a lot of his or her addictions, that guilt still remains. Um, so what, what can they do if they've already conquered a lot of things with their addiction what can they do to, to ensure they don't have a relapse? Because I'm sure guilt can really get in the way and can cause a relapse. Well, to be frank, any of us, by the grace of God, any of us can fall. James says we all stumble in many ways, but the key, Braxton, is beginning to uh, learn what to do once you have you succumb to a temptation to, to lean into God and lean into Jesus and lean in to three or five people that you know love you and care about your well-being. And uh, the, uh, one of the taglines that I use over and over again, Braxton, is I say, behind every addiction, there's some form of pain. 
And do you know, in 22 years of dealing with this, whenever I've met an addict for the first time trying to build rapport with them, I usually always ask them, do you agree or disagree behind every addiction? There's some form of pain. Mm-hmm. And they tell no, no one hesitated out of 625 people, wow. not one of them has hesitated. And that doesn't justify, that doesn't excuse them using, but that tells us the reasons and that guilt and shame. So it's very important that they uh, learn uh, in their daily walk, how to renew their mind, how to find their identity in Christ, how to be free from their past. And so again, that's where pastors, pastor counselors, ministry teams, and churches can help provide that community to help them in their daily walk. And ultimately, uh, to to start programs, family members can start programs, addicts in the church, probably 30% of every church has people struggling with some form of addiction. They can uh, start their own programs like Life Recovery or Celebrate Recovery. And we're excited to offer that we have a 52-week program uh, that addresses all these issues. It's free, and we would love to give that to you. It's on our website, recoverysunday.com. It's a 52-week program, uh, Recovery Strategies for Life. So it's very important, like I said earlier, it's very important for those who've been set free to to stay humble. The Bible says if you humble yourself, the Lord will lift you up in due times and, and stay connected. That's so important. This is a topic, um, like others, Ron, that's not talked about enough um, in life, uh, especially in in the church, and that's what the month of September is all about. Um, It's Recovery Month, and you've already referenced the webpage, but recoverysunday.com is where you can go to really learn all about what's happening this month, but then especially Recovery Sunday, September 27th. If you would... um, detail what's going to happen on that day, how pastors, churches can get involved, and most importantly, Pastor Ron, how can we be praying for that day? Oh, yeah, thank you for asking. Passionate about that day because, to be frank with you, Braxton, it makes a real difference when a pastor from the pulpit says, we hear your cry. Boy, is that ever needed right now in this pandemic because of people struggle, but it makes great impact when a pastor, nationwide pastors, will just say, We've heard your cries and we want to pray for you and instill hope by giving the good news and encouragement and compassion. So what we're asking on September the 27th is every church. And if you're listening out there and if you have, tell your pastor to go to recovery.sunday.com and sign up. We've got all these tools and we've got suggested guidelines. We, if, if you want to give their, your, the day over to it to do more, we've got themes, topics, scriptures, recovery related songs. And one of the things that you can do is have a powerful testimony from someone who's been transformed by Jesus Christ, but really let your community know that you're having this day, reach out to family members and, and people who are in recovery and people that have previously participated said it's been one of the greatest attended events and the greatest responses that they've seen. And that just tells you that people out there are looking for help and looking for hope. And that's where the church can really, really make a difference because 80% of the people that need help Braxton can't get it because they don't have any money. They don't have any insurance or they've burned their bridges. So churches all over this country can step in and welcome these people in with open arms. And on that day, we also have some suggested guidelines. I mentioned earlier that we have the 52 plug and play program that 30% of your people in congregation, the stats would say are struggling with this issue. And, uh, and so the recovery Sunday is what we've been doing for three years. And even with the pandemic and the lockdown, we're asking people 
to at least set aside some time to pray, to promote it the next couple of weeks. Say we're going to set aside to pray for those of you who are in all forms of recovery and their affected family members and uh, pray the presence of the pain taker upon them, upon their pain. Hmm. It says in Romans 10, 14 and 15, um, and I'm paraphrasing, but beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. And I really believe that's what you're doing, Pastor Ron, with uh, everything at, uh, you know, recoverysunday.com and and even mission recovery. And, uh, you know, I appreciate uh, you, you coming on and talking about uh, what's happening on the 27th and, and giving us an idea of, 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 of how how bad that this problem has become and just bringing us some awareness. So I appreciate uh, your ministry and what you're doing for the Lord. Thank you so much. God bless you for what you do, Braxton. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.